Star Wars fans, and especially those out there who can't sleep this evening. This is B. Willie back with a second installment of Star Wars Insomnia. I didn't think the first one would ever catch on, but we had quite a few downloads. So seeing as I can't sleep, might as well do another one, I guess, right? And if nothing else, like I said before, this is a podcast uh, uh, that is unscripted. There's uh, very little production. I decided to add music this time for play in and play out. But other than that, it's just straightforward. It's me. It's you. And it's just simply me talking Star Wars because I can't sleep. And like I said in the first episode as well, if nothing else, maybe this will help get you to sleep tonight. Even if you don't like Star Wars. So, but for those of you who do, add a bonus, right? So, let's begin. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, one of the things that's really been bugging me lately, the whole Star Wars thing, is the release of the... Uh, the Colin Trevorrow um, script, uh, which was his version of Episode Nine, which was supposedly rumored to be titled, and some people are saying it's now confirmed, but nevertheless titled Star Wars Episode Nine Rule or Duel of the Fates, was to be the Episode Nine movie, and how the script was released, um, and, and then there was. People came up, found, supposedly found now artwork to go with it. And um, this is just my take on this. And the reason why I haven't really done any official podcasts on it is we're just torturing ourselves, it seems like to me. Um, why would you want to see this? I mean, why would you want to read about this and go, oh, man, what a missed opportunity. Or, oh, man, what could it have been? Um, if anything that I took away from this is, and I did read it because I was curious, I'll admit, I, but I, you know, I, I, I fell for it and I, I read it, obviously, just out of curiosity. And it just proves one fact that this entire trilogy was based on Leia having the last movie. The first movie was Han Solo's, the second one was Luke's, and the third one is Leia. And Leia was to play a very instrumental role in the third movie, especially with her son, Ben, a.k.a. Kylo Ren. And it shows, I think, the only thing I can take away from this, because I don't want to get into this is so much better than than Rise of Skywalker that we got. And this is this is crap and blah, blah, blah. And like everybody's. But I think the thing to take away here, logically, I think, speaking, is to. Uh, it just shows that that Carrie Fisher's death was just not, you know, emotionally traumatizing, but it was traumatizing to this entire trilogy and what they had planned, and how and because and how they what they had left and how because they decided not to recast and they decided not to make it CGI, they just had this leftover footage and. It made her look like a short zombie in Rise of Skywalker, and um, I think that's what the, the takeaway. I, I, I that's the only part of this I want to talk about because I don't want to say well, this movie would have been better and blah blah blah. It's it shows you just how much of a monkey wrench it threw into their plans that that Carrie was was gone and that she was to be the big 
the big key, the big player uh, in the roles with Ray as well as her son with with Ben. And um, it just shows you that instead of because I think Carrie died, I want to say what was it, a year before Last Jedi came out. Why they did not make serious changes to that movie or even just postpone it another year and go, Hey, she died and we have to make major changes and we had to do major reshoots to this movie because they could have done that. They had the time to, uh, to make it right, you know, and not just for Gary, Gary's family, but for the, the, the story that they were trying to tell. And, um, I just don't understand why they didn't take the time to do that because they could have taken, they could have had Carrie die or Princess Leia die in the second movie and and then had Luke kind of trade places with Luke and it probably would have solved a lot of their problems. Um, I just don't, I fail to understand, um, since they decided to make the decision to not recast her and not use CGI, and I get that, and I understand that, and I even applaud it to some degree. But if you're not going to do that, then change the movie and put things in place that, yeah, it may not be what you were planning completely, but you could have saved a lot of dramatics and a lot of um, turmoil with the fan base. They could have fixed all of this. Um... And I don't understand why. I just don't understand why Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm and Disney didn't make the changes they needed to make. Uh, instead, it it fractured. You know, you have a fractured fan base, and as a result of, of Last Last Jedi, and then you you go into um, uh, you go into Rise of Skywalker or the episode nine and they have to try to save everything and jj has you know two and a half hours to try to build up a new bad guy and 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 then resolve everything that he set up and as well as you know try to put the the whole movie back on track the whole trilogy i should say the storyline anyway um and I have feelings about that, and I'll talk about that maybe a little bit too about Episode Nine and Rise of Skywalker. But I just, especially after reading, and it's out there, you can find it for yourself. The whole Duel of the Fates. Why, why wouldn't they just make the change and Last Jedi so that they can set everything up and have and make a a much easier transition into Episode Nine. Um, and just have Luke take Leia's place essentially in the storyline instead of his mother, you know, or she can do a cameo maybe, but not be a major player, not be alive, you know, let her be the force ghost, let Luke be alive and let Luke be the catalyst. It just, I don't, I don't understand it. I, it just baffles my mind that there was just no planning, um, even if she did die right before Last Jedi came out, maybe if, even if that was the case, delay the thing another year, everybody would have understood. I mean, there might have been a few trolls out there, but for God's sakes, everybody understands people die and things happen, and that's that's real life. And even real life can affect fantasy. And if she is that critical to the story you're going to tell, for God's sakes, make the change. They should have made it then. And um, 
I know everybody was traumatized, and I was too, and I know Kathleen Kennedy and Carrie were friends, and I know she was devastated, and everybody was devastated, but you you still got to look out for the product you're about to, to put out there, the, the story that you're about to tell, and um, I don't know. You know, for the, you got to keep those things in mind. You still have to be a professional, and I really have to fault Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy, and, and even Bob Iger of Disney. You would think would step in and say, "Hey, let's do the right thing here." Um, but I don't know. It just seems like that's what my take is from from reading the script. That that's that's the part I want to talk about, not because. All we're doing is torturing ourselves if we're trying to compare what we see on what looks good on paper against what was actually released. Because even what looks good on paper doesn't always look good as a finished product, even still. So I'm avoiding that conversation completely. But again, my bigger my bigger thing is Carrie Fisher and, and, and Leia. If you're not going to do the CGI and you're not going to recast her, then for God's sakes, make the change in Last Jedi. Give yourself the time. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't understand it. I, it to me, it's common sense. Um, but maybe there's other factors at play that we don't have the whole story, and maybe, maybe that's it. I, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. I want to give Kathleen Kennedy the benefit of the doubt because it's a tough job and it's an impossible job, especially when you consider what happened. But still, uh, and speaking of Kathleen Kennedy, let's talk about that for a minute. Because um, now we're here in the uh, the uh, Obi One series is now looking for writers. They put they were about to film and they put everything on. They put the the brakes on. And they're now looking for writers for rewriting of scripts. It was originally supposed to be six episodes. Now they're thinking about taking it down to four, I hear. There's all these crazy rumors. They had to put Ewan McGregor out there, who was on the uh, Birds of Prey press tour, to get out there and say, oh, no, it's everything's fine. It's yeah, It'll still be released at the same time we were expecting it to, and blah, blah, blah. And they're just... They just want to redo the scripts and get better writing and blah, blah. You know, we're fine. Everything's fine, basically, is what they did. That's what they put them out there to do. And, uh, um, and then of course, he's like, I'm still looking forward to playing. I think it'll be fun. Blah, blah, blah. You know, he's doing the, the, the polish and shine job there on the uh, the turd, uh, so to speak. And, you know, here we go again. Um, you know, Troubles with Rogue One. Uh, Troubles with Solo. Uh, troubles with episode nine, and here we are again on in uh, Kenobi, and um, I don't know, you know, same same problems, you know, why why wait so late to put the brakes on it? Is something else going on, you know? And uh, I just there, there seems to be a pattern, and it's a. Um, and yeah, you know, people probably argue back. Well, what about your statement before about wanting to put out the best product and putting things on halt and then all that, Brian? Well, yeah, I get that. If that's the case, then they need to get out there and say that. Um, not just put you and McGregor out there. Lucasfilm needs to get out ahead of this stuff and, and take control of the story. But in typical Lucasfilm fashion, 
instead of controlling the rumor mill, they use the rumor mill to tell the story. And when you do that, you're, you lose control of your narrative and you get the fans upset and you get people talking and it's like, they want to use the whole, there is no bad press thing. It seems like with them where they just don't care. Um, and if it's the latter, then she, she has to go. Um, but why just get out there and control this, put out a statement, you know, yeah, you got to shine it up a little bit, but at least control the narrative right now. It's running wild. We got people, you know, oh, this website's reporting this, this website's reporting that people are creating clickbait and it's running wild and loose and controlling these things get out of hand. Um, I don't know. And then people worry like me. Which keeps me up at night. Why I can't sleep right now. Because of stupid stuff like this. Um, <laughs> actually, it's not. It's probably other things. But still. Uh, I just don't understand. I I don't get it. Um, if it really is to put out the best product possible, then fine. And I would accept that. Then say that, please, though. Don't let the trolls of the internet run with it. Don't let them... Control your own narrative. Control your own story, for God's sakes. I don't know. Um, but anyway, let's talk about episode nine for a second. Um, just because this has been on my mind, too. And everybody says that, you know, that uh, uh, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, is a bad movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a good movie. I think it's, there's too much going on. Um I caught a heck of a lot more in my second showing than I did the first showing because I, the movie moves so fast that I was still processing the last scene in my head and I didn't have time to catch my breath or to think about what I was seeing in the next scene almost. And I know why JJ is doing that because he has to set up a narrative, set up a new, set up the emperor's return and then set, you know, everything into conclusion. Um, so, you know, the first 30 to 45 minutes, he's setting everything up. Then he has to resolve it in the next half of the movie. Uh, and to do that in two and a half hours, is it's, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. There's more than one movie going on here, too. And they're, they're just editing it in quick, and he's leaving things for plot holes, if you will, to be filled in by the fans or to be filled in by Lucasfilm later, whether it's comic books or TV series or something. You know, I'm hearing we've heard things like the Mandalorian is going to explain how the Emperor is, came back. They're leaving that kind of plot, you know, plot detail to to a TV series to tell the story. And uh, why not just do episode nine? And the whole episode nine can be about Ray, about Ben, and, and Kylo Ren and Ben's redemption, and then do this a 10th movie to end the entire Skywalker saga. Like they said it was, even though it's really not into a 10th movie. Who cares? I don't care about trilogies. That's yeah. A lot of people are like, well, it's tradition and it's nice. Three act play, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. It's about the story. It's about doing it right. So why not do a ninth movie and a 10th movie? So you do a ninth movie ends the trilogy. That's what people want. And then do a 10th movie to end the whole saga as a whole. I have no problem with 10 movies for the entire Skywalker saga. Then in the 10th movie, in the ninth movie, you could tease the Emperor's return. And then in the 10th movie, you, you know, you resolve, you know, it's, it's about the final battle between the Emperor and the galaxy. You know, you can 
lead into it. You would have had more time. He could have spaced it out. He could have told more of the narrative and the story that they're now relying on other media sources to tell. You know, it could have been, I think with two movies instead of one, it would have been much better than what we got. Because again, it's just, it's so, I mean, you're off and running right from the crawl. As soon as the crawl stops, you're moving and it doesn't stop. It's, you know, it's bing, bang, boom, bing, bang, boom, bing, bang, boom. And it doesn't stop. There's too much crammed in there. And he did a lot of editing to make it fit the time format, obviously. So, you know, and then there you got this whole JJ cut and all this other crap out there. It's just like, oh, God, here we go again. Take the time. You know, episode nine, part one, part two. You don't have to do that. You just do episode nine and you do episode ten. There you go. He solves your whole, oh, they're trying to get more money out of this bullshit story that the trolls would have ran with. Who cares? Let them do that. You do. They should have done a ninth and a tenth movie. That's just my feelings on episode nine. It's still a good movie. It was still a fun movie. A lot of my friends love that movie. I particularly like that movie. It's good. It's not great because of the plot holes and whatnot, and that takes it down a notch for me, but it's still a good Star Wars movie. It's a fun, fun action movie. It's a fun Star Wars movie. Could have been better, obviously. Two more, you know, take the one movie, spread it out into two movies. Would have been fine. You would have had four, what, four hours to tell the movie, maybe five instead of, you know, two and a half. So, you know, double the time, double the story, spread things out, tease the Emperor's Return, and then solve it in the next movie. What's wrong with ten movies for the saga? Nothing. Anyway. Um, but that was, you know, that's just something that's been weighing on my mind for a while now, really, you know, let's do nine, let's do 10. And, and, uh, I think I'm not really faulting JJ. I think JJ was given, here's what you have to do. Here's what you've got to cover and you've got to make, make it all work within this certain time limit. And I, you know, and oh, by the way, try to please everybody while you do it. Um, and I think that's an impossible task and it was an impossible task in that one movie. So, but again, um, hindsight's 2020 Monday, 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 uh, Monday arm Jack armchair quarterbacking doesn't help, but these are things that have been weighing on my mind about star Wars of late. And, uh, I don't mean to turn this into a Lucas bashing episode, Lucas film bashing episode, um, or even a, a Kathleen Kennedy bashing episode. I think she's got a lot on her plate and, um, I'm honestly wondering, I've often wondered if it's a lot of the problems that we have with star Wars is, is it Kathleen Kennedy or is it Bob Iger interference? Is it a combination of the both? Are they butting heads? Kind of seems that way. Um, I don't know, you know, is, is that why there's so much turbulence? Why there's so many directors being let go? Um, I mean, I don't know, you know, maybe outside of solo, which kind of sounds like that, uh, Kathleen didn't do her vetting process. And with that one, maybe, and, uh, you know, the directors, the original directors, had a completely different vision for solo than what they were getting. I think other than that, I, all the other problems, I just, I can't pinpoint because I don't know the whole story, whether it's all on Kathleen Kennedy or if, if, you know, she's, uh, she's having to, 
to bend to the will of, of Bob Iger and uh, Uncle Bob, as the internet is, likes to call him, um, and his changes and his thoughts are the will of Disney, if it will, it was, that's causing so many problems. I don't know. Um, you know, hard to say, hard to tell, I guess. But it is what it is. Um, so... There are other Star Wars topics out there, but I think I've rambled on long enough for 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 one evening, a good twenty minutes, and hopefully you're you're good and tired. And uh, I know I'm definitely getting there, and hopefully I can get some sleep as I talk to you here at what's now past one o'clock in the morning. And uh, I wish uh, all my Star Wars fans, and especially Star Wars Insomniacs fans, a a uh, a good night's rest even if it's shorter than it needs to be and uh uh we'll definitely catch you uh next time on on uh four midwest guys slash uh star wars insomnia here and uh hey speaking of four midwest guys real quick uh go to uh the number four midwestguys.com again that's the www dot four the number four midwestguys.com um that's where you can find a lot more of our podcasts. So if you're still not sleepy, hey, maybe go check out our regular podcast shows and our video feeds and, and shows on YouTube. Um, and the audio feed, I'm working on getting that caught up and, and restored. And uh, we'll do that see, in the next couple of weeks here. Hopefully I can get everything caught up. Um, so, But there's all kinds of links. Please follow, like, and subscribe us across the board on uh, Facebook, Twitter, as well as uh, the iTunes and the Podbean. And leave some reviews if you if you really like what you see and make it a good review because that always helps us out a lot. And uh, we really appreciate all of our listeners and subscribers and, and likes out there. And uh, we got a lot of things planned. There's a lot of big things coming down the pike. As, uh, we really kind of have, um, I want to say, we're going to turn up the volume, hopefully, if everything goes to plan. Um, you know. Hopefully you'll see a lot more on the feed here in the uh, the next couple of weeks uh, and months. So um, I will probably, next time I'll talk to you, will probably be uh, on Friday. We'll be recording, hopefully be recording uh, the second episode of the Picard series. So um, make sure you check that out if you're a Star Trek fan as well. So really appreciate uh, everybody and uh, everybody have a, a really good night. Oh, and may the force be with you always.